This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to the latest episode of Tech Unmuted. So today we're going to take a look at a modular approach to building out collaboration platforms versus an integrated approach. So this is really, think about uh, the Microsoft 365 platform that we talk about a lot on the right. podcast, right? So, which is a pretty much fully integrated platform with everything right. from the collaboration suite all the way through uh, AI elements, process elements, all kinds of other things we've talked about quite frequently versus standalone or mostly standalone platforms like uh, Zoom or WebEx or Slack, for example, Slack, that yeah. can be integrated right with other platforms. Sure. But from a uh, technology infrastructure standpoint, that requires more work and you're, you're then buying services from multiple vendors. And there is some breaks in that integration. Uh, but I thought today we would talk a little bit about uh, why we like the integrated approach that Microsoft's taken and some of the elements that really work for us as a team to make us much more productive and why that integration really matters and makes, makes communication seamless. Okay. You go first. Why do you like Microsoft Teams? So it is clearly that full integration, right? To a great extent, I spend uh, my time in Teams. Okay. I use email, but I use email less frequently than I used to. Yep. But I have the ability within Teams to natively collaborate on documents, on workflows, uh, to both collaborate inside and outside of our organization. So that, that happens in a couple of ways. You can uh, I can natively interact with the Microsoft team that we work with in Teams as if they're a member of my team on chat, as an example. Right. Uh, plus our own integrated solution around calling services. I have the ability to uh, place phone calls and also do texting within the Teams application, uh, which opens it up to folks outside of the organization who might not be on Teams. But it's that collaborative nature and the ability to take things, to move them between modalities effectively, to move from an email conversation into a, a Teams chat. A chat, sure. And eliminate that email flow in the box. I mean, a, a great example is I was on vacation a couple of weeks ago. I was out for two weeks. Right. I pretty much didn't check in. Congratulations, right? by the way, on the vacation. That, yeah, that, thanks. That, that, sounds, that sounds so nice. Yeah. So <laughs> welcome back. Uh, but having the ability to go away and we had some deliberate discussions beforehand, like only loop me in things on an email that I really need sure. to be on. But when I came back, I, I didn't have a ton of emails like it was it was pretty good. But part of it was the team over time has moved to chat. Right. Correct. So I did have a fair number of chat messages in teams but I was able to see the totality of the message in an individual stream, right? And I was able to then look at, you know, some things in email that were, were email-based and I, you know, I needed to do that as well. 
but having all that collaboration in one space and being able to link out the documents and and that kind of thing and see where that document started and why it ended up at the point that it ended up was a tremendous time savings for me coming back. Uh, I got back on a Saturday night. I got up Sunday morning. I'd pretty much cleared everything out in about three or four hours, uh, right. except for a couple stray things that that needed a little bit more attention. If we were purely on email, I could have easily had thousands of emails. Right. Uh, and that integrated nature allowed both of those modes of communication to exist. So what do you, I mean, we work collaboratively, right? <clears throat> we leverage this platform for all kinds of stuff. What do we you do. find as, you know, that bespoke approach of let me buy maybe best things that people think are best in class and sure. try to integrate them together or buy a single platform that has clearly best in class elements. Maybe every piece isn't best in class, but they're from really good to best in class, right? And pre-integrated for you. Yeah. So before I answer that, I just wanted to uh, reiterate something you said about calling services. A lot of people actually don't know this. So I'm, I think it's a good opportunity to just kind of explain what that is. But, you know, because most people think of Microsoft Teams and they're like, yeah, it's an instant messaging platform. I can instant message with my coworker. Yes, you can do that. Um, you could probably even instant message with somebody outside your organization if they have Teams as well. But that's not what we're referring to. Uh, what we're referring to when George says calling services is Teams has the ability to be connected to a Microsoft PBX, for lack of a better term, yep. um, which is basically a private branch exchange. It's a, it's, a, it's a phone system, okay? And from inside of Teams, a person can now make an outbound call, an actual phone call. So that could be calling a customer, that could be calling a colleague who's on the road on their cell phone. Uh, and you do that inside Teams. So in essence, you can replace a traditional phone system, right? With, well, Microsoft Teams, right? And yet another an integrated element, right? And another and we integrated see that. Yeah. We see that in the, and when we were talking right before this call, we see that in the, the availability of apps, right? Absolutely. 100,000, I don't know what's in there. There's whatever there's it is. A lot yes. in there, right. Yeah. And so you also mentioned SMS, and so I I, I want to make sure I, I I clarify that because if you can make if you can make get Microsoft Teams to make phone calls, the next natural progression is well, what if my customer likes to use SMS and I want to send them a text? Do I have to do that from my personal phone? No, <laughs> you do it inside of Teams using your business phone number, which is beautiful, and so. I mean, listen, it's, that's the stuff that excites me. You know, when you think about all these little possibilities that revolve around teams, right? But to answer your question, everything you said, I agree with. Everything from the automation to uh, making workflows easier, uh, uh, the, the almost almost elimination of emails, it's, it's a great yep. thing. What excites me when I hear about the Microsoft approach is really what I call, because I don't know what else to refer, I don't know how, how else to refer to this, but I think of the entire Microsoft universe. Microsoft has an entire universe that they have <laughs> built that that is behind Teams. And when you really take a step back and you look at how much there is out there, how many platforms, how many services, how many integrations and then when you loop in there 
the AI aspects of Azure, there's no stopping what you can do. So and that's and what and excites multi me. Multiple layers, right? So Absolutely. The the difference I see versus even some other platforms, if you look at uh, G Suite as an example, right? The the developer type of applications are good across a number of platforms. Uh, mm -hmm. It's on AWS, it's on Microsoft's platform, sure. the Azure yep. piece and some other elements, it's on, the, on some of the Google stuff, right? It's that front end piece that's exposed to individual users, so end users like we effectively are. That ability gets better every day, right? Yeah. From a Microsoft standpoint, yeah. it's all exposed, it's low code, no code, right? Yeah. And just about any user can go in there and actually use it, right? You don't need to be a power user. You don't need you to don't. be an IT person. You can create workflows that impact what you do every day yes. and make you more efficient. And again, fully integrated with the platform. So you can, we've talked about it before. We have a, an AI bot that analyzes emails that get kicked back from, uh, out of office from, responses. Exactly. They get kicked back when we send newsletters out, right? Mm -hmm. So we get hundreds of those. We tried to parse through them. It was a it's a time consuming process to do it. Now we have the bot parsing through those, looking for something other than an out of office response, and then also giving a sentiment. Is it mm -hmm. is it somebody who's happy with something that happened? Is it somebody who's right. angry with something that happened or whatever? And it gives us almost a real-time ability then to respond back to that. And it and it all goes, and I, I was on a somebody else's podcast yesterday and the same topic came up. All of these things have an element typically that, that go to CX, right? It's either the, yeah. the experience of your employees has changed or the experience of your, your clients and customers have changed. But in that example, getting back to somebody five minutes after the message get sent back is a very different experience than over a day somebody tries to go through three four hundred kickback emails and then they get back to them right. a day later they're a little annoyed a day later but if you get back immediately they're much happier and again yeah. all fully integrated right and presented in teams so that those bots most of the ones that that we've built and it's really you sante have built yeah them, yeah 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 they integrate back into Teams and they present the data back into Teams. You're not getting a laundry list of emails of updates. You're getting something in a Teams channel that right. you then go into and you know that you need to typically take some action. Some of the things we do are information-based, but typically they're things that are driving to an action. Yeah, and and George, I'll take it to the next level, right? Um, App development, app development in, in, in for Microsoft Teams is is very low code. Uh, yep. You can you can take an average person. In fact, the the development uh, portal for Teams is available to end users. You can take an average person can say, listen, I could use an app inside of Teams that does X, Y, and Z, and they can develop uh, a, a, a very low code platform. Most things can probably uh, have an app that goes into a team environment and it makes yep. it easier to your point for the end user to then say, I'm going to use teams as my central hub. This is where I'm going to launch that application. I'm going to work in here now instead of having two or three windows opened, whatever the case may be. 
Now, so even the ease of of that, right, to be able to create an app, then you have Power Apps, you have Power Automate, uh, yep. you have Power Virtual Agent, you have Power BI. Power BI is mind blowing when you you know if you really take time to learn how to. And by the way, you don't have to be an expert in in in, in reporting and databases. They have so many templates. Speaking of teams, they already have canned BI reports for teams. Yep. And so you don't have to create a lot of, a lot of times these things. They're already, they already exist. And, and so again, the, the key on that is the, you don't have to pull an API in. You're not anchoring on a separate data set that in most cases, right, that might require a separate login. There or are finding some, a connector or something to, to connect to exactly. a third party. This is part of the ecosystem. And so that's that's so that's what I'm saying. That's what excites me when I think of Microsoft Teams. I'm not thinking, oh yeah, Teams. I chat and oh yeah, now I can make phone calls. No, I think of the Microsoft universe behind it, because that is where the excitement comes in. There is so much technology that Microsoft is involved with that's behind Teams. A lot of that stuff helps enhance your experience with Teams. Yep. A lot of that stuff helps you expand beyond teams and so that's so that's what i think about so i agree with everything you said but i my mind goes elsewhere it's like man what 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 possibilities do i have there's a lot of possibilities right now right and again the thing that the thing that's different there is there's a lot of those back-end developer type things right across yeah. multiple platforms those are more difficult to use this is exposing a layer of yeah. data analytics and data connectivity and workflow building to an average end user. That's right? correct. Literally anybody in an organization with a 365 license has the ability to go in and use these tools. And it doesn't require some significant level of expertise. It requires effort and learning oh, sure. and leaning You have in, to learn. Right? You have to learn. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you There's a learning on, curve. There's a learning curve. Yep. That, that, that I'm not. I don't want people to think. Oh, you can just go in there, and it's 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 very intuitive. It is mostly intuitive. Yep. But like anything else, there's there's nuances to everything you do. Here's the good news, though. Microsoft, they do two things very well. They document very well. So yep. if you ever have a question, you can find the answer. Yeah. You, but they also have excellent training modules for the end user, for the admin person, for the technologist, they're there and they're free. You go into these apps and they actually link directly to an entire learning library. So yeah, you you, you invest some time to take some courses, but man, the aha moments that you're gonna have when you're in there like, oh, you can do that? And next thing you know, you're doing it and you're creating a new app or a new flow. So yeah, that's, that's I don't want people to think it's, that's why I hate the term no code. <laughs> There's always code and it is low code, it is mostly intuitive. There are nuances, but if you take the training modules, you will learn. And again, the power that is, we're not integrating together a collaboration piece with a document management piece, with yeah. a document creation piece. And, you know, we don't have IT on the back end trying to glue yeah. all those things together. Yeah. They are natively there and integrated. And they keep upgrading and, and they, they keep, keep adding. Upgrading. It's every day there's something that upgrades, I can't keep right? up, can't, can't keep up with them. Right. It's like, yeah, we, there. we periodically go back yeah. in on stuff, right? <laughs> it, we we are not 
using currently, at least Santa and I aren't the newest version of Teams. There's a beta version that's out yeah. there that we can use. We periodically go in and test. There's one or two things we don't like the way they work, so we don't. <laughs> we haven't been using it yet. Uh, and same thing on Outlook. There's a beta version of Outlook. Right. Every once in a while, I go in and play with that. But again, there's one or two things that that exist in the current live version that aren't in that beta version, so we're not Correct. using it. But every time you go back in, there is something new and something that's changed, right? Yeah. And sometimes you need to read the notes, right? And see yeah. where they're at and what's changed. Sure. Other times we got a couple little hot buttons. We we look at stuff and we're like, okay, that thing's still not exactly the way we want it to be. Yeah. Uh, but there are other advancements in it, right? That there are, are other advancements. Better. There's always changes. By the way, there's a great, I, again, Microsoft does a great job at documentation. They have a, a, a website. Uh, you can just Google Microsoft 365 roadmap. Uh, you, should a, you should bing that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> bing it. Um, you should bing, absolutely. Um, the Microsoft 365 roadmap. And it's every aspect of Microsoft 365, they break it down by, by, by product. You can actually see what's in the horizon, what's coming, yep. what's in preview mode, what's and what is the generally availability date for things so if you're like a um an it admin uh, and you manage the microsoft 365 environment you can it's easy to stay on top of things and actually plan and prepare for some stuff that's coming out if yep. you just look at the roadmap and so that's that's what i do i visit the roadmap at least once a month just to see oh that's right this is coming up next month we have to uh, align to that or or whatever the case may be but you know this Here's the thing about these podcasts, George. <laughs> there, there's not enough time. Like I enjoy this stuff, you know. Like, but this is my passion, right? I love talking about technology. I just love to see how AI is being infused in everything we do. How uh, uh, workflow automation and processes are now in the hands of the end user. I mean, yeah, yeah you had to outsource this stuff to an entire, uh, you know, professional engagement. Uh, entity to get stuff stuff done now it's now it's at your fingertips um but we do have to bring this podcast to an end don't we uh george uh welcome back it's good to have you um i'm glad you, ha you got some time off i have some time off coming up soon i can't wait yep. um but until next time folks remember this you need to subscribe to this podcast because it's one of the best podcasts you're going to listen to and you need to just do it so as you're as you're listening to me close out here, go hit that subscribe button. You can do it on YouTube. You can do it on your favorite podcast uh, platform. We're on all of them, so you 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 can find us. Um, but until next time, as we like to say around here, stay connected. Visit fusionconnect.com/techunmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening.